0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. We've got another uh, tandem podcast here with me and my lovely wife, Krista.
1: Hello.
0: And i um, going to dive back into the subject of, of fear uh, this week, very appropriately, but dive into the subject of fear. There's a story in um, the book of Mark, and it's told in a couple, different, uh, couple of the gospels, but Mark chapter 5. And uh, I'm going to start reading at verse um, 21. And it says, And when Jesus was passed over again by ship unto the other side, much people gathered unto him, and he was nigh unto the sea. And behold, there comes one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet, and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lies at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. That statement is awesome. You see Jairus, he comes up and he says, just come and lay hands on her and she will live. That's a statement of faith. Not, could you come do something? I'm hoping you can do something about it. No, she will live. And Jesus went with him and much people followed and and thronged him. And then it interjects the story and tells the story about the woman with the issue of blood because it was on this journey to Jairus' house that the woman with the issue of blood came and touched him. And so I'm going to skip a few verses here. And she was healed. He said, who touched me? And it goes down and he says, daughter, your faith has made you whole, go in peace. Verse 35 says, while he yet spake, there came from the rule of the synagogue's house certain, which said, your daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any further? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said unto the rule of the synagogue, be not afraid, only believe. And he suffered no man to follow him, same Peter and James and John, the brother of James. You know, for us... um, uh, it's important to understand that that one of the opposites of faith is fear. Jesus said two two things. He gave a, an instruction on what not to do and then what, not, what to do. The man was in faith. The man knew, hey, if, if you can come and lay hands on my daughter, she's at the point of death, but I know that you can heal her. And then the news comes, the wicked report comes, the evil report comes. Hey, this is what's going on. And, and what tries to come with it, but fear. Fear tries to come. Hey, why are you even bothering him anymore? It's, it's past the point of reckoning. She's dead now. And Jesus turns and immediately says, and this is what the Word of God does, immediately says, don't be afraid, only believe. It's not enough just to have faith. There's got to be an elimination of fear. Fear opposes faith. And the interesting thing I find after this is that he says that and Jesus, at that point, turns to him and says, don't be afraid, only believe. But it says, and he allowed no one to go with him. When, when you're in such a tight group that, the, that when the woman with the issue of blood touches you, and you say, who touched me? And the disciples, in one of the accounts, it said, the disciples wondered at him, thinking, why would he say this? Because there's so many people who are thronging him. You've got multitudes of people. And he basically turns and says, all right, everybody, everyone stay right here. me. Peter, James, J- John, Jairus, let's go, and leaves. Imagine being one of the other 12 disciples that are with him. I didn't get picked. I'm not in the top three. I'm not in the starting five. I don't get to go with him. Why? Because when you're dealing with faith, there, there there's people who are people of fear. There's people who, and you know them. I say that, and you can think of somebody, the person who speaks fear, who the moment something happens, all, they're just like it's like they're the news station put on repeat every time you talk to them. Have you heard? There's two more. There's two more cases here in our city. Have you heard that people with this blood type are more likely to get you know? And it's just like they're they're loudspeakers for uh, for the evil report. And so understanding that if you look at it, just like the opposite of light is dark, just like the opposite um, of of uh, blind is... is I once was blind, but now I see. The opposite of, fe- of, of faith is fear. And so you don't succumb to fear. Fear comes through reports. Fear comes through um, uh, different things. But choose. The when fear comes, there's always the report of the Lord.
1: Because fear is a spirit. The fear can't do anything on its own. It needs a body. It needs somebody to push around. And so just like depression isn't depression. It's not like a, a little you know, gray cloud that floats around by itself. Depression is what happens is on a person, right? And so fear has to get on a person in order for it to have any kind of power. And that's why, you know, fear is always this projected thing. I'm afraid this might happen. It's not usually something that has happened. It's it's usually something that um, we're afraid is going to happen, or maybe something happened to us before, but uh, and now we're afraid it's going to happen again. And so it's something that um, it's a spiritual thing. And if you don't take care of the root of the spiritual problem, it's going to just transform into something else. And that's why the Bible says, Clearly, God has not given us a spirit of fear. And and that was the scripture that I wanted to share. It's 2 Timothy 1, verse 7. This is the Amplified Version. It says, "'For God did not give us a spirit of timidity "'or cowardice or fear.'" But he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of sound judgment and personal discipline, abilities that result in calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. Now, if you look around at what most people are saying and what most people are doing in this last week, you will see there's there are a lot of people that are not calm and they're not well balanced and they don't have they're not exerting a lot of self-control right now. They're they're out of control because. Fear is a driving spirit that's driving people um, to do things that they wouldn't normally do, and uh, and that's that's why we have to we have to see it for what it is. Fear is the enemy of our faith. Fear is the enemy of of us as of our life, because it's from the devil. It's demonic. So it's it's there to steal from us. It's there to kill us. It's there to destroy. Um, that's the one assignment that any demon from hell has for us. So we have to look at fear and say. You know, you can't stay in my life. I don't care if there's a real threat, if there's something really going on, because that's what validates the fear for people. Is they're like, but it's real. There's this real virus right now. There's this real threat that I could get this thing or somebody in my family. What? Oh, I have an older. You know, my grandma's in a in a you know a, an older you know people home or assisted you know living. assisted living. You know, there's there's all these reasons why you could get yourself. Um, in fear over what uh, is to come, you think, or you can just decide, you know what, this is not from God. God has not given me this spirit. This is, then it's from hell, so it doesn't get to stay in my life. And I'm not gonna tiptoe around it. I'm gonna get rid of it because it's not supposed to be there, and it's there to make my life. It's not there to add to me. I mean, how many people who live in fear feel really blessed by fear? No, they don't. They if they feel like it's it's taken from them. It's like it's like the, the you know, it's it's sinking. It it's like the sinking feeling that they walk around with all day long. And that's why it's not nice to be around somebody that that operates in a spirit of fear because they are the bad report, they are the loudspeaker for the bad report. And so uh, you know so we have to turn that around for ourselves. If you find that some there's something that you've been dwelling on that's been been bringing fear into your life, then you need to cut it out because if if reading the news is giving you fear, if if digging into information about what's what's really going on right now is giving you fear, then you need to stop looking <laughs> you need to decide okay, you know what I need more. Um, I need to listen to something today that's going to bring faith and that's going to bring peace to my heart. I need to spend time with the Lord today. I need to prioritize my relationship with God over my relationship with what's going on in the world right now and what's on the news and what's the new threat. And I need, I need some good news over what, what is feeding the, the fear. I need to feed the faith and I need to eliminate the fear in my life. And the other scripture that um, that i that uh that came to my heart when we were ta- when we were talking about doing this podcast on fear was um in psalm 23 in verse 4 it says even when i walk through the darkest valley i will not be afraid for you are close beside me your rod and your staff protect and comfort me so you know if, if you were in a real dangerous situation you know say you were in the middle of syria say you were in afghanistan and you you had a real reason to Feel like that there's it's a fearful thing for you to walk outside your door, and, and because your life is really at stake, um, you could actually be in that situation and have zero fear knowing that there are real threats because it says that even if you walk through a dark valley that God is with you and that he's comforting you and that he's that he's close to you so you actually never have a reason to be afraid whether the threat is just in your mind or whether the threat is real there's never a reason to be afraid and operate out of that fear that tries to you know get a hold of you
0: yeah there's a there's a definition that people use for fear or an acronym, and it's false evidence appearing real. And I disagree with that because many times it's real evidence. But God has a way of dealing with fear. If he said, uh, I've not given you a spirit of fear, but that's saying this is the opposite, but of power and of love. The Bible says in 1 John that the that there's no fear in love because perfect love casts out fear. Um so for us as Christians, there's a way that we answer that. If you look at the word, if you go do a word search in your Bible for fear, you'll see it where there's a word that they use of fear God, and that's talking about reverence, that's worship, that's honor, it's a different word. It's not a be afraid of God, it's, it's a reverence. But when you deal with actual fear, fear is an anticipation, it's an expectation, you know, if you're thinking, if you look at, if you really dissect fear, if you look at it, it's an anticipation for the future and it's a negative anticipation for the future. Whereas the way that God combats it is if you look through the scriptures, it's always to say, hey, I'm with you. And that's always present tense. So I'm going to read you a couple of scriptures. Isaiah 41:10, fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I'll help you. I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. Philippians 4, 6, and 7, don't be anxious. Anxiety, stress, worry, or all the... Sister, to fear. Don't be anxious about anything. Um, Psalm 56, 3. When I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. Uh, Deuteronomy 31, 6. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it's the Lord your God who goes with you. S- Psalm 34, 4. I sought the Lord, and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Uh, Joshua one nine. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, and do not be dismayed or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And there's plenty more. The way God answers fear is by saying, "I'm with you. I go with you. I go before you. I, I, I'm I'm with you right now." It doesn't matter what. That's why you don't have to fear, because it doesn't matter what tomorrow's bring. Tomorrow brings, because the Lord is with you, and so you can comfort your heart in the presence of God and understand fear is the enemy. There's, there's a reason why God always said, fear not. That wasn't his way of greeting men. Why is it? It's because you have to look at fear as a door for the enemy. The Bible says in Isaiah 54, 14, in such a key verse, you will be established in righteousness. You will be far from oppression for you will not fear. If fear is a spirit, it's a stronghold. It's an open door for the enemy. So carrying that around... Uh, if, if you've dealt with it over the years, this is what you do. You command as, as bold as you can. Spirit of fear, I command you to go in Jesus' name. You, you tell it to go, and then what do you do? You meditate on the scriptures that God hasn't given you a spirit of fear, that he's with you wherever you go. Fear needs an action. It's a spirit. Spirits need you to cooperate with them. So if a spirit of lust comes, a temptation will come. It needs you to cooperate, right? It's it, The spirit of fear comes. A fear will come and it needs you to speak. It needs you to act. And so you do the opposite. If a spirit of fear tries to come, you speak faith. No, God is with me. The Lord is on my side. What can man do unto me? You speak the opposite and that spirit of fear has to go. And so you're learning here. This is the fight. And this is one of the the baselines of your life. This is how you overcome because fear paralyzes. It looks to get you moving in the wrong direction. And so, yes, there's things that we do, there's there's planning, there's things that we do, but at the same time, it comes from a heart of, Lord, I trust you, no matter what comes my way, a thousand will fall at my side, 10,000 on my right hand, but it will not come near me. God is looking, God is pulling for us, saying, fear can't be a hold of your life, end your relationship with fear, it's not normal. Even the way you speak, I, I removed words from my vocabulary, I don't say I'm just afraid of this. I'm just worried about this. You know, I'm kind of just anxious. Really, what I'm worried about is I, I. Those are those come. Those are not in my vocabulary. Even for my son, you know, someone will say, "Oh, oh," I walked by and then he jumped. And I'm gonna say, "My son, I'll just say it. My son's not afraid of anything. My son ain't afraid of nothing." I say it in defiance. No, he's. I'm. He I, I'm not afraid of nothing. My wife ain't afraid of nothing. And my son ain't afraid of nothing. Why? Because it's 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 something that you go hard against. I change the way I speak. I'm not afraid of nothing. I'm a child of God. I've decided I'm going to fight fear. I'm going to fight and keep on fighting because it's not going to have any place in my life. God hasn't given me a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Praise the Lord. Praise Him. That's what I got to say about that.
1: And just turn off whatever you've been listening to or whatever you've been doing that that is feeding your fear um, get into your Bible get into your word thank you for listening to this podcast because I know it's helping those of you who have been listening to it
0: um, you we, guys are awesome though yes. like we do this for you just so you know
1: yes <laughs> and we love you and so reach out to us and let us know if these have been helping you yeah. send this to somebody post it on your Instagram story. Um, make sure you subscribe if you haven't yet, and we love you. We're gonna keep doing these um, until Jesus comes. We're coming back. up to episode two fifty
0: yeah. pretty pretty rapidly Exciting. next week. I think two fifty pretty
1: awesome. We love you. We'll see you soon.